Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Reserve a free throw on my count. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour, broadcasting on a Friday afternoon from the Southern Bank Corps studio here at Oak Grove. Kelly and Michael down at Ramey Motors in Purvis. We're going to be joining uh, those guys throughout the show. Will East from the Super Talk uh, High School Scoreboard will be joining us later in the show. But first, want to get right to it. Got an unexpected, uh, most welcome guest, head football coach Will Hall, uh, on the Eagle Hour today after last night's dramatic, exciting, exhilarating win over Louisiana. Coach, that was quite a scene in the Rock last night, and in the particular well, throughout the game, but certainly in the first ga- first half, uh, your guys put on a show for a national TV audience. Well, I appreciate it, Bob. You know, it was just a great night. You know, to be a Golden Eagle all the way around, really. You know, from a from getting uh, Dr. Joe Paul inducted earlier in the day, to uh, you know, to, to how we played. Just really proud of how our kids have grown throughout the year. We've improved as as the season's gone on, just like we said we would. You know, we continue to to, to get better in in areas, and uh, you know, we were able to create some explosive plays offensively. You know, we've been phenomenal on defense all year. We've been great in the kicking game all year. And uh, offensively, we're growing and getting better. And uh, we were really able to, uh, to to create some explosives early in that game to, to get out in front and take a lead. Was that the best your team has played uh, since you took over the program the first half, Coach? You know, we, we've been playing really good defense. So I don't, I don't want to take anything away uh, from some of our past defensive performances. We've had some unbelievable performances. You know, obviously it was the best, uh, com- most complete half of football because we played so good on offense, you know, and uh, that's something that's been lacking uh, since we got here because we are so young in some critical areas and we're growing and getting better. Uh, you know, we inherited a program that had been pretty good on defense and, and it had gone through a bunch of different offensive coordinators and O-line coaches, and the recruiting was fractured on that side of the ball. So it's been a little bit more of a rebuilding project on that side of the ball. And uh, But it was great to uh, for it to all kind of come together and execute uh, because that's a great football team we beat. Now, that team's won 40 games over the last 40 years. Uh, they've dominated this league. They've been a great special teams team. They have been an awesome defensive unit over the last year. Their defensive numbers this year was outstanding. And uh, we were able to just kind of put it all together and really uh, come out with, a, with, a, with a, you know, what was a, a really good 
resounding win uh, over a championship great football program. It was a great step for our program. No question. Coach, you were using a combination of the Wildcat and your traditional offense, and it really seemed to keep Louisiana off balance. And then Gore comes out running the Wildcat. Everybody thinks he's going to run. He throws a beautiful bomb down the middle of the field. Uh, it was just a it was just a really good performance offensively, was it not? Yeah, it, you know it, it really was. Uh, you know, we man, the Wildcat is is really good. The Superbacks really good if you'll throw it too. You know, we went into the game saying, "Look, we got to create some explosives to win this game. We're not we're we're gonna have to score. We're not gonna be able to win this game like we won Texas State." And, uh, you know, that's really the ultimate job for me as the head coach is to take each game each week and figure out what pieces we've got and how can we win that game that week. Because, like I've said many times, man, we've got 71 kids that are freshmen and sophomores. We're just not the type of team yet where we can just win a certain way each week. We have to figure out how to win each in particular week. We knew we were going to create some explosives. And uh, we just said, look, man, if, if they go cover zero and play no safeties on the Wildcat, we're going to let Frank throw it. And if we do it 30 times and they do it 30 times, we're going to throw it throw it to Brownlee or Ty Mims 30 times. And it is what it is. We just got to hit a few of them. And, uh, man, the first time we did it, first, second time, they went cover zero right there with no safeties. No Frank put it right on the money. And, boy, Ty Mims has got another gear. He runs like a young Kelly Center. And, uh <laughs> <laughs> just sprinted through the middle and caught it. So it was big. Well, let's uh, let's hear about that. Sanders down in uh, Purvis, uh, Kelly. I don't. I don't think you ever ran like those kids were running last night. Oh, Bob, you you, you haven't seen when I get those letters from the IRS. Uh, <laughs> I can move move pretty quickly, Coach. I wanted you to elaborate a little bit. One of the things you've focused on all year is time of possession. I know you've always thought that that is especially important. You've got a defensive unit that you're really deep in in certain positions, so we know the importance of keeping them fresh, but you really focus a lot on time of possession. Tell us why you think that's so important. Well, I think it matters for this team to win games. I don't think it matters for everybody. You know, Tennessee doesn't have to play that way right now because they're they're really great on and experienced on offense, and they can score in two plays. But for us, we need to control the ball, keep our defense fresh, allow them to always be able to put their best foot forward. And we need to create some explosive plays and get points on the board, particularly if we can get a lead like we've done the last two weeks. It allows our defense to even be more aggressive and to play even better. And so, uh, man, when we're keeping them fresh, they're even nastier than, than they already are. And and uh, I just thought we executed well. You know, we, we were good on third down again last night. You know, Zach Wilkie had the pick on the first play of the game, which was really bad. And then, Kelly, I thought he played his best football game of the year. From that point yeah. on, he made yeah. some outstanding reads and throws. You can really see him starting to get comfortable. You started to see it last week versus Texas State in the first half. Uh, you know, he made some really good deep ball throws to Brownlee in the second half that, you know, Brownlee's jersey was getting tugged on a hole. We could have got a or two right there, and we really could have had an explosive offensive outing because in the third quarter we were still attacking them. We just didn't get those calls to Brownlee. And then in the fourth quarter, man, I, I took the air out of the ball and just made sure we won the game. So, 
Yeah, yeah that, that's that's where I was going to go next. That was that was by design, and uh, it was to because you, you think that's important in the continuing development of Zach Wilkie. Fill in some blanks there, Coach. Yeah, so, you know, with a freshman quarterback, again, it's my job to figure out how can we win each game each week and to to just saddle up a freshman quarterback and ride him and say, man, you've got to win the game. That's just not that's not smart leadership in any way. I mean, anybody knows that. So, you know, to get into some super back looks where we can run the ball, get him off to the side, uh, give him some pointers, let him catch his breath, uh, you know, try to get in some looks where we can get Brownlee isolated, where it's some easier reads, not so complicated. I think all those things are uh, smart to do with a young kid as he's growing and developing. And we've been doing that. And I know, look, man, I know everybody – I know our fans want us to score 50 points a game. I'm a former Harlan Hill winning quarterback that has broken offensive school records everywhere we've been. I want to score 50 a game. Uh, we're going to get to where we do that one day. That's just not the recipe for us to win right now. And everybody's got to understand that and, and, and get on board with it and, and understand that we're growing and getting better, and it is going to happen one day. Well, we've won five out of the last six, so I think people, if they're not on board already, you know, they, they need to get a ticket uh, really, really soon. Talk about the atmosphere there last night, Coach. It's been a long time since I've seen that kind of atmosphere and that kind of happiness in the Rock. Yeah, you know, Bob, man, and I can hear it in your voice when I talk to you and a lot of other people. And I just, man, I take a lot of pride in that. Like, it really, almost to the point of getting emotional, man. I, I love I love this state. I love this community. I love this school. And not to say I wouldn't be putting everything I had into it if I was coaching somewhere else, but, man, like, it just matters here to me so much. And to see people proud to wear their black and gold again, people fired up to be at the Rock, and, and people starting to get their swagger back about Southern Miss, it just means so much to me, and I'm thankful for everybody that's been here with us on this journey. This journey has not been easy. This journey has been very hard. We're not, The journey's not over either, guys. Like, we got to, man, we got to work today, and that's what we're doing, and we got to recruit, and, uh, but, man, we are building it back right, and I appreciate everybody that's been on board with us and helping us. Well, Coach, I hope you're not – I hope I'm not blowing you up with those game day texts too much, but I, I got to tell you, I'm really excited, and um, I'm just so proud to see our football program back, and, and I'm very grateful to you for bringing it back. Well, I'm grateful to be the coach here, Bob. Like I said, I love this. This place is so special. It's got so much to be proud of. I said that from the moment I was hired. Uh, I think people are starting to realize that again. It burns me up when I hear people say Southern Miss can't be what they used to be because of this, that, this, whatever. Guys, we can be that again. We just got to keep working. We're on the way, Coach, and uh, the Nasty Bunch is certainly back, and uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show today on short notice. Very, very grateful to you for that. Congratulations, Coach. Thanks so much, guys, to the top. Will Hall, everybody. The football coach leading the Southern Miss Golden Eagle football program back. Well, what a night last night. We'll talk more about that later. Also, we'll talk some high school football and go down to Purvis where the guys are at. Appreciate Coach Hall. We'll be right back.
Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Southern Bancorp Studio here in Oak Grove, Mississippi. Kelly and Michael down in Purvis at Ramey Motors. Dickie's Barbecue Pit sponsored that segment with uh, football coach Will Hall. We appreciate all they do for the Eagle Hour. As we do Campus Bookmart, thank them for their support and encourage you to buy all of your Southern Miss apparel at Campus Bookmart. You can also shop them online at campusbookmart.net. It's Friday. That means uh, we go up to Jackson and we get the other Will, Will East, who is the co-host of the Super Talk High School Scoreboard and a guy that keeps up with high school football about as much as anyone I've ever known. And uh, so we'll always look forward to these conversations. I'll start it out like I do every Friday. Give me the big three high school games of the week. Well, this week it's a little difficult to narrow it down to three because we've got the end of the regular season for a lot of teams that happened last night. Uh, for some reason, the Mississippi High School Activities Association decided to, to split games once again, whereas we had a bunch of games last night. We're going to have a bunch of games tonight, and then next week the same thing. We'll have a bunch of 6A and 5A games on Thursday night, and then we'll have the first round of the playoffs for 4A, 3A, and 2A on Friday night. I don't know why they do it like this. It's confusing. It's a bad decision, and it hurts JUCO and hurts high school football. But nonetheless, here we are. The big games tonight, I would say Clinton at Tupelo. Um, This one is big for several reasons. It's two teams that – we really didn't expect to be this good this year. Tupelo is the number one team right now after Oak Grove beat Brandon last week. So Tupelo's now your number one team in 6A, maybe the number one team in the state. And now they get to host Clinton, a team that has been doing a lot better, although they, they got beat in kind of a surprising game against Oxford um, the other day. And so now Tupelo will host Clinton tonight on that blue turf of theirs in the All-American City, and the winner of this one, will be your Region 1 champ, essentially. Uh, the other big game, and I said maybe the biggest game, really, is on the coast, and that's Ocean Springs and Gulfport. Now, Ocean Springs has been incredibly good all season long, and Gulfport's been right there with them. They're, uh, Gulfport's like 7-1, uh, and one, I believe. They had a, a one loss to Picayune uh, early on in the season. But nobody's talking about them, and the reason why is because 6A football on the coast has struggled so much over the years in the playoffs. So it's kind of like, are they just a paper tiger? And this game tonight, we'll, we'll see who the number one seed is from Region 4 of 6A. And, but really, the long term is, is Ocean Springs the team to beat on the coast in 6A football? So far, the answer has been a resounding yes. Tonight, they'll get a little bit of a challenge from Gulfport. But in the playoffs, that's the big question for Ocean Springs. Can they overcome that kind of history of utility that 6A on the coast has had over the past decade or so? And then, of course, Region 3 of 5A, all those games there. You've got you know, Hattiesburg at West Jones, Laurel at Wayne County. Those Hattiesburg's atop the Region 3 standings right now, and everybody else is at 4-1. and one. But, of course, they all play each other in these last two weeks of the regular season. Uh, and we won't know really the outcome until next Saturday because that's when the 101st edition of the Battle for the Little Brown Jug will happen uh, between Laurel and Hattiesburg. But tonight it's Hattiesburg at West Jones. Hattiesburg is red hot right now. One of the biggest surprises of the season. They started off the season 0-4, and now they've reeled off five wins in a row, all regional wins. They beat Wayne County 35-6 to last week. Guys, they scored a touchdown on offense, defense, 
and special teams, just a complete manhandling of a pretty good Wayne County team. And so Wayne County will have to turn around and, and face a Laurel team that jumped out to a big lead against West Jones last week, but then West Jones had this furious comeback, got down to the last minute or so, and Laurel was able to get an interception in the end zone and secure the win. They'll play Laurel tonight, Wayne County will, and so we'll have a little bit more clarity in that region three of five A tonight. Yeah, we'll Some have of the a... other things. That... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Will. Go ahead. No, I was going to say you guys. Is that your Jones County game of the week? I was about to say we're going to have uh, we're going to have Hattiesburg and West Jones tonight. Yes, on uh, on our Laurel session. Yes, that'll be good. That'll be good. Yeah, that's one of the most fun regions every year, and the fact that they're all playing each other in these last two weeks or last three weeks of the regular season makes it even more fun. Um, elsewhere yeah. in one uh, A football, the big game is defending one A state champ Bay Springs will take on, you know, Mississippi Powerhouse, Taylorsville. Bay Springs is kind of the new player uh, as far as 1A football is concerned. And, you know, Taylorsville's been that team for so many years now. But Bay Springs is doing a lot of really good stuff. You know, they beat Scott Central, the 2A state champ, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And they're they're forced to be reckoned with this year. Get in here, Kelly. Yeah, well, one of the, you talked about West Jones and Hattiesburg. I know Coach of the Year honors goes for a year's worth of work, but if it was given on over the past five weeks, you really have to credit Tony Vance at Hattiesburg because this was a team that was a dumpster fire the first four weeks, and people were wondering at that time if the Tigers were ever going to win a game, period, this year. And like you said, they haven't just won. They've been very impressive in their wins. So talk about a, uh, you know, a, some fortitude and figuring it out. The Tigers have done that and can really make a statement tonight having to go to Soso and uh, knock off the Mustangs and for all practical purposes could lock down, you know, could easily lock down uh, a one or a two seed by winning this one tonight. Absolutely. Uh, when Hattiesburg got beat by Meridian, it was like 31 to six or 31 to five. I don't remember the exact score, but when they got beat by Meridian, that, that put them at 0-4 on the season, and that was that's a bad Meridian team. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I thought, okay, well, we can scratch Hattiesburg off, but it'll be West Jones, Wayne County, and Laurel. It'll be one of those three. And then out of nowhere, I don't know what they did, but they had an easier beginning of the regional schedule because they played Natchez and South Jones. and then they But then they played Florence, who at the time was really rolling. And they beat Florence by seven, and then they turn around and beat Brookhaven. And then last night or last week, the 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 exclamation point was that Wayne County thirty five to six win. They were that was a complete drubbing of Wayne County. It was close early on in the second half. They just really took over that game. They scored fourteen points in the second and in the third quarter. It's been a remarkable job, and it it really teaches you about. The great thing about high school football is that even though you can start a season 0-4, you're not out of it yet. In college football, you have to go perfect almost to get to the playoff. Uh, that'll change well, a little another... bit when they expand the playoff. But in, Hattie, but in high school football, even though you start 0-4, you still have something to play for. And Jeff Davis County can tell you all about that because they started out 0-4 last year and then wound up winning their respective classification uh, state championship. But is it generally assumed, Will, that regardless of how things shake out in 3-5-A, somebody's going to have to go through Picayune in order to play at the Rock December 3rd? So Picayune's got a very interesting game, not this 
not tonight, but next week, they're going to play Gaucher. Gaucher is a team that nobody's talking about right now. They have a kid by the name of Caden Irving, who in the past two games has accounted for 16 touchdowns, and those have been against really good teams. 16 to, he's had eight touchdowns uh, in the past two games. Uh, he's a quarterback. He's a big kid. He's like Jared Lorenzen out there, but he can run you over or throw the ball 60 yards down the field. And they're going to play at the end of the regular season next week. Now, Picayune is rolling over everybody right now. This will be the last challenge for Picayune. But, and the, the road to the 5A state championship game, will somebody's going to have to deal with Picayune. And so far, nobody's come within 14 points of them. That includes a bunch of 6A teams, too. That's they're still the king right now, but it's interesting to see teams like Laurel, who have played in so many close games this year, they have ice in their veins now. And that you see a lot of times, you have these teams that win a bunch of you know blowout wins, and they get into a game in the fourth quarter where they're, it's a little bit closer than normal, and they panic. Teams like Laurel aren't—they're not going to have that issue because they've had you know what six five-point games this year or something like that. So I would say if, if Picayune has a weakness, it's the fact that they haven't played a really close game yet. And that's not really a weakness. Lo- that's just the only thing that I can find on them. I love the reference to the, the hefty lefty Jared Lorenzen, the late Jared Lorenzen, by the way, who was yeah. uh, the big left-handed quarterback at Kentucky uh, years ago. People might uh, – and I think Jared Lorenzen played in about every league you could. The You know, the, the Arena League, the, the NFL, I think he played – uh, just now, about now whatever. Not but that big. I, that Jared got into his later years, but he's a big guy. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, and, and this is the last game of the regular season for two, three, and four A. Yeah, and most of them played last, last night. Uh, we have a couple games tonight. Right. Okay, well, high school scoreboard tonight at uh, ten o'clock, and I know lots of good interviews and lots of score updates. Uh, just remind our listeners uh, what they're in store for tonight. Lots of interviews. You never know what can happen. Uh, we'll have some special guests in studio. Once again, we had a couple uh, last week and the weeks before that, and a lot of scores, and we'll be breaking down playoff brackets more than likely. All right, my man, we appreciate you. Look forward to having you back on the Eagle Hour next Friday. Yes, sir. All right, Will East, everybody, co-host of the Super Talk High School School Board Legendary Sports Show in Mississippi. All right, when we come back, the guys are down at uh, Ramey Motors in Purvis. Maybe Dakota will show up this time. I'm not sure. He hasn't been on the show in a while. Is he around anybody, no? Dakota? I was going to say, speaking of legendary. Oh, he is in the building. Okay. He is here, and he'll be with us momentarily. Ramey Motors next. the top. All right. I want to thank head coach Will Hall, obviously, for joining us on short notice today. Also, Will East, co-host of the Super Talk High School Scoreboard. It'll be on tonight at 10 o'clock on all Super Talk stations. We're in Purvis today. 
Go down once a month, say our good friends at Ramey Motors. And today, the legend himself is back. I'm not sure. I think Dakota, was he been on tour or something? I'm not sure. He hadn't been around lately. But is he actually there, guys, the, the famous Dakota on the set with you guys? Well, he's kind of like Johnny Carson when he was in the latter years of The Tonight Show. He works, you know, two two days a week, maybe, yeah. maybe an hour. Yeah, guest yeah. host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he is here today. No, you were on, you were on vacation, right? You, yeah, yeah. We was on vacation in Disney World, running from the uh, hurricane last time. Hmm. Um, I know. Was I in the mountains? I can't. Remember. No, you were at Disney, Disney World. It was yeah. Disney World. Yeah, we were in Disney World, and that was cut short by the great hurricane, and that was that was fun. Is, so, is uh, the rumor the true though, Dakota? Night? Is the rumor true? Did Did you actually come on the Super Talk Eagle Hour broadcast wearing a shirt representing one of the schools up north? I did, and um, I'll just be quite honest. My Southern Miss shirt does not fit anymore, so I had to get something real bigger. It shrunk, didn't it? It, it, yeah, it shrunk. I, just, well, let's I told my wife to quit using hot water, and I'm telling you, it, it's just taking a toll around the midsection on that one, so I had to had to upgrade to the 2X. Well, let's tell you about our show sponsor, Campus Bookmark. Can yeah. you fix that? Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. Absolutely, absolutely. No, but I, I totally get that. Some, I would wear everything until I had no clothes left. It got to the point where I was having to wear my Casper the Friendly Ghost Halloween costume from <laughs> <laughs> one, one with the plastic mask, the, yeah. the plastic uh, Somebody said, well, you, you could do laundry. Yeah. You know. But at any rate, uh, Dakota, lots of things going on here at Raymond, as always. No, yeah, just constantly keeping everybody on our toes. Things are changing. Uh, we just got campers in. That's another big lineup for us, yeah, Coachman Campers. Uh, we've got a couple of them out there rolled in already. Um, you know, we're going to do the travel trailers, and we actually got some of the um, Mercedes vans with the Coachman, you know, bodies on them. Uh, those are doing really well for us. They got good finance options. We're, you know, well below MSRP on those as well, too. Um, you know, tractors have been hammering for us as well. We uh, Tractor season's killing it right now. We're still offering 0% financing on all of our case and uh, Mahindra packages. Um, and a good thing, uh, Honda's actually sending some product out for once. We haven't been seeing a lot of Honda product. Uh, supposed to be getting about 20 to 21 units this month, which is huge for us with Honda because that's that's a big part of us here. I mean, that was them and Mahindra were our original guys, and Honda just it's crazy what Honda does for us. It just brings more people in, and now with the campers coming in, hopefully that's going to just generate more traffic for us in every every avenue, really. And it seems like to me, you guys must be deer hunting headquarters. Oh because- man, yeah, Brian, our GM, and he got a wild hair, you know, three or four weeks ago. Got back from uh, Disney World. And he's like, dude, you know what we don't have? I was like, I, I don't know. We got just about everything we need, Brian. He said, we got to go hunting, man. We got to go full blown hunting and see how it does. And you know, we got your seed, we got corn, bucks plus, which is more on the lines of your um, like Khmer deer stuff and your uh, what is that other one called? I can't remember. But dude, we've got knives to skin your deer. We've got ammunition. That's been huge for us. We're an ammo dealer now. Three oh eight. I mean, three hundred weather be you name it. If we don't got it, we can usually have it within a few days. Um, I mean. Buddy heaters are fixing to take back off again. Ground blinds, deer stands. I mean, you name it. I mean, dude, it's all we ain't, all we're really lacking now is the guns. Camouflage tent right here in the showroom. Oh yeah, and then we got all the ground blinds, and, and Brian's even got us some hunting apparel here. If you know, if you ain't got ain't got camouflage, we've got it here as well, um, along with game cameras i mean dude he has went above and beyond to turn this place into really an outdoor superstore and that's what he's doing he's doing a good job of it you know bob getty's wife miss angela was a world champion turkey caller come on yeah she'd say bob take out the garbage (laughs) 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 yeah i need that button yeah where's your sound effects michael (laughs) yeah Yeah. um and you do as as usual you guys have a complete line of uh 
of pre-owned trucks and, and vehicles ready to roll. Yeah, the vehicles have gotten better. Um, it got hard to get them there for a little while. I think the market's kind of coming back and, and you know, in the favor of the buyers, which is good. Um, Taylor and them has been filling a lot up with some good inventory, a lot of trucks, a lot of SUVs, a lot of diesels. That's what a lot of people want right now is diesels. So we've been doing really good with that. Taylor and them's hammering it hard. Um, but everything's looking good. Hopefully we can see that trend come back down. Why diesel? Let's talk about that a little bit. Longevity. Uh, a lot of guys around here in, in the diesel, so like you take a, a half-ton gas burner. Yes, gas is cheaper, but, you know, a lot of these guys that work for a living and pull things, straining the gas engine, the diesel gets a lot better fuel mileage, empty as well as loaded, and it just totes the load, man. But, I mean, there's there's a little cost, you know, average different when it comes to maintenance on the diesels. But And then again, too, I think it's a manly thing. I think you just feel more of a man when you're in a big three-quarter ton or one-ton truck going down the road, and you feel safer. They're a safer vehicle, heavier vehicle. I know me for an aspect. I mean, I, I have one, and it you just it, it feels better driving those to me. I mean, and that's what a lot of guys like. But, I mean, like I said, Taylor and them's got them from one end of the spectrum, little single-cab trucks all the way up to your big 350, 450s. I mean, Jeep's done really well there for a while. Got some well, we got some sports cars out there. Uh, Bob, I'll have to get Bob at Tesla back in here. Let's go for another spin in that thing. And, but, and Kelly, I was going to say, that might be your problem, though. You need a diesel. That's what you've been needing all these years. Well, More manly. I, I won't go into details, but there have been times where I've needed to tote really big loads. <laughs> <laughs> so for, yeah, you really do need I'm that. Gonna bring you really got to get this out Hey, Dakota, you got four wheelers too to tote that big buck once you once yeah, you back. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another thing with the Hondas. We've actually well, we've got three of them in stock now, which is kind of unheard of, and about eight or nine more on the way uh, for the month of November coming up, which is good for deer season. And I think Tony and them's actually got a deal right now. If you buy a truck until the end of this week, until the Saturday when we close, you have five minutes to load as much deer corn as you want up in the back of your pickup of choice. On the seat? Yeah. So, like, you buy that. If, if you come by that truck right there, Kelly, that red one that's got your name all over it, you have five minutes to load as much corn as you want up. I hear the Benny Hill soundtrack in the process of doing that for some reason. but I want a lowrider. Uh, we can make it happen. We've got some two-wheel drives out there. With a German we'll... Shepherd bobblehead. We can. I don't know. That's going to be hard to find right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When is deer season? It's usually the first weekend in November. So it? that's going to be your gun season. You know, uh, yeah. we had early velvet season this year, which was great for our hunters. Um, but I tell you what killed us was rain. Just didn't have any mm-hmm. rain and seed, getting seed in the ground. I mean, heck, I've, I just built my new home. We went 34 days without rain. Was it last Monday or something? We got a little rain, and we got a shot this Saturday. But that's it, man, and it's been tough on the on the sea, but that's been good for the corn sales because nothing's growing, Which and I think a lot of the acorns have already fall, fallen, too, for this year, especially around my house, and deer's really hammering the corn. And we, I, I would like to say we probably sell three or four tons a day of corn right through here. Wow. We got we got rain coming tomorrow, Murray. Yes. Yeah. Yep, quite a bit, so hopefully that turns things around a little bit and available things are always available online too. tell us everything about that. man if you have any questions about vehicles you can go to Ramy motor uh Ramy motors ms.com check all of our inventory on vehicles out um then you get on Ramy motor power sports and man we've got i mean even our steel products husqvarna products power washers generators motorcycles the whole nine's on there and if you have any questions about financing you hit that link on there come straight to our computers and we'll call you directly that next morning go over anything you have with us um and it's 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 really good, man. We've been the website has really helped us here lately. With you know, we get a lot of out of state guys that can't come in and see, and it may be on a Saturday, and like, hey, man, I'm already gone for the day. You know, communicating through Facebook, send them that link. They can go on there, find what they want, hit the secure finance button, and boom, it's pretty much a done deal. Wow. And, and because because your lawn grass is pretty much dormant now, is is this the time to load up on a new 
you know, mower yeah. or weed eater or whatever? Yeah, Brian's got an end-of-the-year sale on a, one of our most popular packages, um, you know, ZTX 52 with a trailer for fifty one ninety nine, and we were selling that as a whole package with weed eater and blower uh, for just over 6000 earlier this year. So got some rebates from Gravely, got them down there as cheap as we could, trying to move those last few for the uh, – hopefully for the winter does set in. I don't know, you know, Mississippi as we may be uh, – Cutting grass in December, so, and you you have been following those eagles, and you love what's happening. In yeah, Annie's hey, Bird. I'm 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 thrilled, man. I really am. I think it's great. Um, it, it's just it kind of gives that old school atmosphere from back when I was a kid growing up in the late '90s, early 2000s. I mean, anyone, anywhere, anytime was the real deal back then. And I hope that nature and aspect of Southern Miss football comes back. And I I think Will Hall has a chance to do that in Hattiesburg if he continues to do what he does. The transfer portal, like me and you talked about, that's huge for us here uh, in South Mississippi. Because, I mean, you you got your SEC schools. A lot of guys like to go there, but like me and you talked, we got guys down here that can come play immediately and make a big impact in the Sun Belt at Southern. So it's exciting to see, man. Um, The energy around here is better. You actually have people talking about Southern Miss football again because, I mean, you know, they talk about baseball and talk about football, but it's more often you hear guys come in here and talk about it now, and that's that's good that's good for our community. And, and from a business standpoint, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday, when people feel good, they spend, spend money. money. Yeah, they spend money, and they go out to the games, take their kids, because well, all it takes is one little family. I mean, looking at it from the aspects of here, just how we sell things, all it takes is one family that you that has a great time here, great experience. They're going to go tell all their friends, hey, look, or I just bought this mower on my side-by-side. And they're like, well, heck, I'm going to go up there and take a look. Well, same thing with football. Man, we had a great time at Southern Miss last weekend. Guys really rocked out. Done. I mean, they packed the stands. It was fun. It was a good environment. Atmosphere was great. And it doesn't take long, and, and the stands steadily growing, growing, growing. And, right. and it gets back into that environment like we had. Uh, let me interrupt real quick. I, I do want you to know, Dakota, I have been in touch with Campus Bookmark while you guys were talking, and they do have Southern Miss Apparel and 2X. 2X, perfect. All right, yeah. well, I will give them a call directly. And that's the campusbookmark.net. Who exactly is the 2X for? That's going to be for you. You're one and only here. Yeah, not for you, guys. These shoulders are broad. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. I've still got some big shoulders and chest, yeah. you know. I, yeah. I, it depends on how they're cut. Yeah, I mean, it may have to. I mean, don't give me no XLT. Now, I look like a nightgown on me. I ain't six foot tall. All right, here we but go, Things Dakota. are always happening at... Everything is always happening at Ramey's, Bob, either in person or, or online. So come and see us, R-A-M-E-Y, no MotorsMS.com. All right, the super intern is in the building. He has sound bites from Malik Shorts and some other post-game stuff. We want to share that with you when we come back. Stay with us. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. I want to thank Campus Bookmark for their sponsorship of the show. They have notified me that they do have some 2X Southern Miss apparel uh, waiting on Dakota. And uh, maybe we can have a, I don't know, maybe like a bonfire or something for that northern school stuff he's forced to been wear today. I want to thank 4th Street Bar Grill for all they do for the show. A great place to go watch ball this weekend and uh, get yourself something good to eat. D1-D-Bat sponsors the fourth segment of our show every day. It's a great place to take your child for baseball or softball training. Or if you're an athlete yourself, uh, you can go check them out at uh, D1. Mobay Beignet Company, the official beignet company 
of the Eagle Hour, and a, I think a place I'm going to go enjoy a good dessert this weekend, and I strongly suggest you do the same. They're located on Hardy Street. You can hear the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast every day on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or just remember, you can tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Our super intern, Nathan Lee, was on the job last night on social media and on the field covering the uh, dramatic Southern Miss football game last night against Louisiana. Now, there's a point in the game when Louisiana scores late in the second half. They're going for two. Malik Shorts intercepts the pass on the two-point conversion, has nothing in front of him but green, and we all assumed that Malik was clearly headed for a touchdown. No way the Louisiana quarterback could catch Malik Shorts at about the 30-yard line on the opposite end of the field. It happens, and Malik was asked about that last night. Oh, man, I was prepared for this question. Uh, <laughs> man, I got tired. You know, the hawk was on my back, and uh, I ain't ran like that in a minute. I ain't ran that long in a minute. And, you know, it was a long play drive for them. Uh, and, you know, we did everything we could to stop them. And, you know, he just had a good angle and he got me then. And all of a sudden, you know, it caused a fumble. But luckily, we got it back. Malik Shorts, 12 tackles last night. Interception, great. Uh, now, I'm going to throw one at you here, Nathan. You also said that uh, Coach Hall had some really good stuff to say about what a special night it was uh, and, and talked in terms of what Joe Paul and Jerry McCoy Jeremy McLean mean to the athletic program. Is that available? Yeah, let me pull it up real quick. Hang on. Bob, while he's doing that, you know, I okay, know well, it's... Hang on one again, second, it's, Kelly. It's based... I, I think he's okay. got it. Hang on All one right. second. Here we go. There seems to be a different feel on campus. Yeah. Well... The first person I want to talk about, I'd like to talk about Jeremy McLean first because he's a special dude to me. And, uh, man, he's just a real guy. He never he never reacts. He always processes and then makes decisions. There's a lot of leaders to nowadays, especially in administration, that will react. He never reacts. He always treats everybody right. He, 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 he leads by example for everybody in the athletic department. And he's created an unbelievable uh, – vision for for how we're supposed to act and how we're supposed to be uh me and him believe in treating people the exact same way and then getting dr paul man i've been a big joe paul fan before all this even happened i live right across the street from his uh from his daughter and uh me and joe are a lot alike in a lot of ways you know we're not as as david said we're not afraid to dream we're not afraid afraid to create a big a big vision and then jump out in front of everybody and be the first to grab the shovel and start digging and uh, Joe loves Southern Miss. Uh, Dr. Paul loves Southern Miss, and, and uh, he bleeds black and gold. Uh, he knows everybody. Everybody knows him. And uh, I'm excited for him because uh, he loves this place, man. He's going to pour everything he's got into this place and helping us get it to where we all want it to be. All right, good work again from Nathan. And when you win five out of six games, Kelly, you can refer to the athletic director as dude. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just think it's a generational thing. Dakota's been calling calling me and you, dude, for a long time. It's a term of endearment with these younger people. Wow. Young bucks, you know. But um, we were talking about it's it's on down the road. But at some point, the Sun Belt Coach of the Year is going to have to be named, right? And if things continue to go 
the way Southern Miss, and I know, and I know Will Hall would say, who cares about any of that? I get it. But right now, him and John Sumrall at Troy would have to be the front runners, I would think, for Coach of the Year in the, in the Sun Belt. They're one game away from being bowl eligible. Most people would say that Georgia State and Louisiana Monroe would, were winnable before last night. But now, if you're an Eagle fan, you're sitting there thinking they're all winnable. You know, including including going to Coastal. Absolutely. I mean, they got just as good a chance of anybody to win them. I mean, I I think if Will wins three out of four, I I mean, I think it's a no-brainer he's going to be the coach of the year. But, I mean, just like you said, I mean, I think they got a chance to go in – Going four and zero in the rest of the year and, and getting a good bowl game, a real good bowl game, I think. I think they'll be able to compete in that if they just keep the momentum and, and just keep the energy they got. And it's, right. it's the energy and the gelling as a team. That's that's the best to me. Right. All right, Dakota, we want to thank you for having us back down there, man. We always enjoy our trips down to Ramey Motors, dude. Absolutely, Bob. Great to have y'all here. All right, uh, Nathan. On a scale of one to ten, you were in the student section last night as we wrap up this week of the Eagle Hour. The temperature in the student section was what? <laughs> a thousand degrees. My goodness. I've never seen that place rocking like that in five to ten years. It was It awesome. was so great to see video of the kids on the Jumbotron mm. and so much happiness in the student it section. It was awesome. It was just Yeah, and for any of the people Yeah, and for anybody that says, Oh well, so what you give the students the day off, they won't come to the game. Well, Wrong. you know what? You gave them the day off and they did come to the game. Great night to be a Golden Eagle and bask in the glory of it all weekend. And until we return, Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.